Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator, her perfume was made right on the grill. Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil. And when their ham and eggs need savor, coffee ketchup gives them flavor. Coffee pickles way outsell the dill. Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil. No tea, no tomato juice. You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Everybody, welcome. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic with your psychic connection right here tonight at Block Talk Radio. So, um, always a great song uh, with Frank Sinatra, the coffee song. Um, so, we really have a fun show tonight. We're going to be talking with uh, Miss Gina Waisaki. We're going to be talking about positive and negative energies. It's effects on you, your health, your life your environment, the world. I mean, uh, energy. Energy is energy. So, um, And we experience it every single day. And energy comes in many, many, many different forms. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, have uh, Gina join us right now, and then we are going to go ahead and um, discuss this topic, and then we can take some questions. So here we are. Gina, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Hi, Joanne. How are you? I am really great. I am really great, Gina. We were talking um, uh, yesterday or a day, ago, uh, a day or two ago about the properties of energy, the positive and the negative uh, effects that it has on our lives. So this is something that's very important to you, correct? Yes. Yes, actually, uh it's very important in my, you know, in my my morning rituals. I usually feel if I don't go through my meditation and my energy cleansing, I don't always have the perfect day. So okay. I've made it a, a daily practice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So is that something that um, are you? Do you look at altering your energy? Do you look at? Uh, we can share some stories back and forth also. But energy really is a very significant thing. And again. Um, Gosh, I think all of us know the story. I remember seeing the story about um, 
God, the the man has problems at work. He comes home, yells at the wife. The wife yells at the kids. The kid kicks the dog. The dog goes after the cat. The cat, you know, it's just right. how energy can impact us. Um, and also it can impact us in so many different ways. Uh, you and I were talking about the haunted houses. Um, you know that I'm an exorcist. We're both Reiki healers. And um, energy is just a very big thing. So when you look at energy, how do you like? How do you perceive it? It sounds like you hold it very, you embrace it, and you hold it very dear to you, and you have a great deal of respect for it. I do. I, um, you know, since I became a Reiki healer uh, a couple years ago, I discovered that everything holds energy. I mean, not just not just people, but places, um, items. Um, you know, maybe you, you go to grandma's house after grandma passes away and you inherit a bunch of her things. Well, that energy, whether it's positive or negative, can get attached to you. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's not good. And you need to know how to cleanse those items before you bring them into your home because it can latch on to other members of your family too. So yes. I usually, I make a practice of, you know, I like to look at it this way. You know, I when I practice every morning and I, and I will meditate and I will set an intention and I'm going to have a good day and the people around me are going to benefit from me having a good day, so then they have a good day. That's at least my, you know, that's what I would like to project with people. And, but there's some times, though, you know, I go to work and I'm all jolly and I'm happy and I can just feel that someone in the room is not having a good day and their energy is just off. You know, yeah. so we, I, I've learned to kind of put barriers up, you know, I distance myself and, and, you know, sometimes people will say, you know, like if you get in somebody's space, you know, you're too close to them and they feel uncomfortable, that's because you're yeah. kind of in their energy field, you know, they're, you're in their aura and they don't want, if you're, if you're not on the same vibration, you're not on the same level uh, as them, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel that uneasiness, you know. And yeah. so I usually what I've discovered in doing is I, you know, when I come across that negativity in, in the workplace, I'll put my arms up, like I'll cross my arms as if I build this, I guess, if you can, for a lack of a better term, I would build a, a white bubble around my body. And, and so yeah. anything negative would bounce off of me. And, and I can expand that bubble just by my intention. You know, so I don't go near that person. I, I still have to function, you know. I still have to, you know, talk with them about projects and stuff that are going on. But I need to protect myself, too. So I just yeah. envision myself kind of like in a, in a white bubble. And I just project that positive energy so that negative energy doesn't come into my, into my, my space. Beautiful. And it works Beautiful. for me. Yeah, we call that the, a bubble of the white light of the Christ consciousness. I tell my clients mm-hmm. about that all the time. Wrap themselves in the bubble of the white light mm-hmm. of the Christ consciousness. And uh, and I do, I 100% believe that that works also. Like, there's no doubt about it. You know, um, it's really funny because every, you know, we want to keep everything nice and peaceful. And um, how can I say it? I don't want to necessarily stay quiet because quiet isn't always, you know, um, all it's made out to be. Sometimes we need a lot of, um, you know, loudness or energy, stuff like that. It depends on where somebody's at every day. But then we also have the, the karma thing that comes into play. And um, even with the the negativity, um, I don't know if you've seen this in your work or not. I know that many times we grow from, uh, upset situations. Everything is not always rosy and a ball of energy and, you know, a, a, a bowl of cherries and it's like la-di-da-di-da. But rather, where do we get our growing experiences? We get them from the uh, upsets that happen. And then we get right. to move on past them. But sometimes sometimes people's negative energy, and I guess you and I are both paranormal investigators also. And I, and I know that from your history. And you have been in some really... Uh, negative places, right, Gina? No, oh, my, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, right? Quite a few. I wrote a book about it. <laughs> you you wrote a book about it, right? Yeah, yeah, Lost so Souls. What's the, name the of the, what's the name of that book? Tell us. It's called Lost Souls, The Possession at Winchester Grove. 
And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was based off of actual experiences that my family and I had uh, had lived through. Um, and you know, this was before I, I I knew anything about you know spirit guides and and spirituality. This was way before that. I knew I had some sort of a gift. It was just a matter of honing in on it and not being afraid of it because I was very fearful, you know. But yes. But you know, when when we talk about negative energy. Too, um, you know, there's sometimes I like to think, you know, sometimes negative energy can be good too to a certain extent. You know, it may uh-huh. not be, um, you know, like if you're not going down the right path you're supposed to go, something negative is going to happen to slow you down or to wake you up as if, yes. hey, you're not going, this isn't the route you're supposed to be going, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slow you down and stop you. So then you can regroup and you can go down the path that you're meant to go down. I mean, I've had those experiences, too, and I'll tell you what, they've been rough. They've been really rough. I've had my life flipped upside down, and I didn't know why. I didn't know what was going on, and I didn't know how to stop it, but I just had to let it play out, whether I liked it or anybody around me liked it. I just yeah. had to do it. And and it got me onto the path that, that I'm leading now, and it's more positive, and I feel that I'm helping more people now because of those decisions that I made. They may not have been right for everybody, but they were right for my soul's purpose. And it's yep. got me where I am today. And that's helping other that's people right. realize the energy in their lives. Yes, for your soul's purpose. We do not always right. understand what our soul is up to, by the way. You know, I, our ego state, the, you know, the uh, lifetime, this identity that we've taken on this lifetime, um, Hopefully everyone's out for big things. I mean, everyone's out for different reasons. Some people are supposed to be wealthy. Some people are supposed to have money challenges. Some people are supposed to have big families. Some people are supposed to have uh, riches. I mean, some some people want to be beach bums. We don't. We cannot judge anybody else's life choices. We don't know. Rest assured, many of us are going to bump into these experiences, and you you just chose the right word when you said choices. Um, right. I want to share with you, I remember watching Dr. Joyce Brothers. She's a minister on TV, and one woman was complaining about her poor son uh, who was in jail. And you guys, please forgive me. I don't want to sound like I'm being insensitive here, but I just loved the words of Dr. Joyce Myers. She says, Madam, she goes, we are not born losers. We are born choosers. And I just love her accent. <laughs> and it truly is. We we find ourselves in places in our lives because of the choices that we've made, because of the things that we thought we were supposed to be doing at that time. And again, like you said, we all have these different uh, experiences that are bringing us forward in life. And the more forward we go, the more higher our spirit becomes evolved. And that's really the purpose of why we're down on this planet right now, living its lifetimes. Um, right. So the the positive and negative energy, oh, my God, we could probably go into, like, so many different directions with this. When I think oh. about, I mean, couldn't we, Gina? Couldn't oh, we? absolutely. I mean, we can talk oh my about God. different sites and entities and bringing attachments home and... <laughs> Oh yeah. Yes, and not, and not even that. I don't even I don't even have this Japanese doctor's name, but he worked on energy, on taking glasses of water. I think it was, and either putting it by box uh, music, you know, Bach and Beethoven, and then ex- seeing it underneath the microscope and seeing the beautiful crystalline uh, patterns oh. it made, and then having it horrible hatred music and stuff like this, or saying bad words to the to the water yeah. and then looking at it it's all energy and it's yeah. positive and negative right right and you know what and and nobody you know a lot of people don't realize it yet but um sound has such an influence on us and you know when you have you know literally you have good vibrations going you're going to feel good you're going to have a little pep in your step and you're going to you're going to be blessed with helping other people you're going to show your gratitude but when you have a negative negative um, uh, frequencies that's going through your body. Well, of course, it breaks down everything. And it's just like yeah. I like to compare it to, you know, when it's a, when it's a positive um, frequency, I like to compare it to the snowflake. 
You know, I mean, it's they're right. all they're they're all different. They're all unique. There's there's one of a kind. You know, and and that's what you want to see. That's what you want your body to feel too. You know. Mm-hmm. And but mm-hmm. our society now is just so stuck. Our root shoppers are just so blocked because everybody's worried. Where's my next paycheck? Am I going to afford my bills? Am I going to be able to put my kids through college? And, you know, mom's got cancer. And, you know, you worry about so many things that it keeps us at this low vibration because we're, we're just worried. We're terrified. We're fearful that society is going to break us down, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. we would try to get people out of that, that ego, that, that low frequency of not being good enough for anything, you know? We're all good. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm powerful. I have a voice. I have so many things that I can do to help others, and so does everyone else. They just have to find totally. it, and they have to claim, you know? Totally, totally. It's called latent mm-hmm. talents and abilities that each and every one of us have, even though we can't identify them right now. And right. some of us are going to be light workers like you and I are. Uh, some people are supposed to be artists. Some people are supposed to be mechanics. But it's what is their soul? What what are they uh, supposed to be doing down here? And everybody and everything is a con- contribution in one way or the other, no matter what it is we right. do. And, you know, it's so, funny, it's funny you think, because one of the things that um, I always wondered is wh- what was my purpose in life? You know, why am I here? Why have I gone through this? Why have I gone through that? And I, I've, I've come to realize that I may not have the purpose that I'm looking for, but my presence could light up a room. I may not have to say anything. I can just be present in a room, and people can feel my energy, knowing that it's a loving grateful energy and so they feel that too so you know many people will look for purposes in life like why am I here why was I born why you know uh mom and dad got divorced why am I still here why did they get divorced was it my fault you know they they blame themselves on a lot of things and they keep this stuff hidden you know they they, they tuck it away and they have to remain positive they have to think that there's a reason why everything happens there's trials and tribulations we have to go through for the soul to, to progress to graduate, mm-hmm. you know, and um, mm-hmm. I've always seen that to people. I don't so I don't so much look for a purpose in my life anymore. I look to be present, and I look to to spread joy and to spread a higher energy, higher frequency to make people around me feel like like they're worthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. This moment, they're here for a reason, and it's a positive reason. You know, yeah. so that's really concentrated more on in the last few years is just being present and trying to share that energy, even though they may not see it, they may feel it, but they won't, they may not necessarily see it on me, but they're going to feel it when I, when I walk into a room, you know. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about the experiences that uh, we go through when we're younger, you know, why this, why that. You know, what I can tell you that I know as being a, a, a Reiki master is that everything is energy. Everything is energy. It's just vibrating at a different frequency. That's the table right. that I'm sitting in front of. That's the phone I'm using. That's my computer, my water, my body, right? Everything, all mm-hmm. of us. And uh, what I know is that when we've had a negative experience and we attach an, uh, a negative emotion to it or an upset or a fear, or anything like that that uh, you were kind of mentioning before, if we do not resolve that, and of course, that's why you and I are healers. That's why many of us are healers, mm-hmm. you guys. And um, to be able to release that trapped emotion is so important uh, because, as you were saying, Gina, the negative actually impacts us. It, it impacts our health. It impacts it impacts us in society with our family with our friends and once you get that negative emotion released and so here's the here's the the weird part is that sometimes we don't even know we're carrying something that's the funny part um i'm not only a reiki master uh also and a healer but i've also worked with a, a program called the emotion code i don't know if you've heard of it or not but it really talks Mm-mm. about trapped emotions. And sometimes when you're looking at some of that work, people don't even remember when they made up their mind or when they had this emotion that was uh, presenting itself. 
And then once you get that out of the way, just as in the Reiki healing, there's brand new openings for new beginnings that come in. And life right. just suddenly shifts and alters. Right. So and you know, it, a lot of is, um, you know, people, you know, stuff that's happened maybe as a child that you, you know, now as an adult you don't think was traumatizing, but at that age, maybe seven or eight years old, you experience something trauma, you know, something traumatizing, and you forget about it. But, you know, every now and then you're kind of reminded of it, but you're really not yeah. healed from it, you know. Right. And it may have been just something, you know, there was an adult that, that, you know, maybe a family member that you witnessed that got really upset and, you know, maybe, you know, beated their, their fist on, on a desk or a table. Well, to an eight- or nine-year-old, you know, that would be terrifying, you know, because you don't know if that person's going to come after you or not, you know. So yeah. what, I, what I try and do, what I try and encourage people to do is to pretend that they're having a conversation with that nine-year-old self, you know. So uh-huh. I'm sitting at a table and I'm talking to myself as if I were nine years old. And I uh-huh. walk myself through that process of, well, what, what was it that made you so upset about what you witnessed? And, and if you were, you know, if they were here today, what would you tell them? How would you tell them as a nine-year-old, knowing that you're not, nothing's going to happen, but if that person were sitting here, how would you tell them today as an adult, but you're still a child, how would you tell them that you forgive them? How would you tell them how it made you feel? And, and I find a lot of people that I've spoken to about that actually find more resolution by identifying themselves as having, like, stepping back and being the psychiatrist and letting them step into that nine-year-old self to have the conversation with that person that caused them so much trauma. They actually yeah. find themselves resolving some of these traumas that were, that were just locked up and, and stuck in certain chakras of their body, you know, especially their throat chakra. You know, they, could, they didn't have a voice. They didn't know how to save something because they were nine, you know. And here's yeah. this 36-year-old man that, you know, is breathing fire and brimstone, you know, and, and this young little girl doesn't know how to take it. She doesn't know how to absorb it all, you know. Yeah. So, but I found that it is. It, it helps people realize that they can overcome those those childhood traumas. They just have to work at it and, and do a little role playing with their younger self. Yeah. There's so. a there's a, a process called, that you're describing is called gestalt therapy actually. Uh it's an exercise and people can take either in their mind, like you're saying, Gina, or taking a photograph of their mom, their dad uh, their uncle, who was that 36-year-old guy that was beating his hands on the walls or whatever, and just sit there. Now, the thing that I like about that exercise you're talking about, and this is what you guys know. You guys know this is a spiritual show. So we talk about mm-hmm. you know, the angels, God, spirituality, stuff like that. Do you know the thing that I really think is cool about that? If you have your inner child go or any part of your own psyche go and talk to that person that you felt offended you or you were hurt by, you many times are calling on their spirit if they're dead. And even if they're not dead, even if you don't have the nerve to go up to them while they're alive, you could do this as an exercise calling in their spirit and talking to them and let their spirit talk back and forth with you. And many times right. I have found that is what has happened. And that's where I think healing, I think the healings come from many different areas. Right. You know, as you and, and I, I are uh, Reiki, go ahead, go ahead, say it. Right. And I have, I've had some individuals that have said, you know what, my, my father, my mother, they're both, they're both deceased. How do I, how can I resolve this? And it exactly. is, it's a visual thing, you know what, they're still here present with you. So you can yep. have those conversations that, you know, you can get everything off your chest that you want to. And I'll tell you what, I, the majority of the people that I've done this with have come back the following day and said, you know what, I slept and I had this amazing dream and, and my parents or this, this person that passed had come to me in my dream and said, I forgive you and thank you for forgiving me. Somewhere yeah. along those lines, they got through to their, you know, their inner conscious and they were able to resolve it. Now, you know, there's, there's going to be instances where it's just, it's not just that cut and bleed, you know, it takes a long time, but with that process of talking to them and talking uh, about their trauma or talking about their, you know, what, what is bothering them has really been really heal, healing for a lot of people by doing that process. And I'm, I'm yeah. very fortunate and very blessed to have had positive feedback from everyone that has done that with me. Yes, yes. You know, I want to step off and talk about spirit attachments real quick because you and I were talking about that too. 
and uh, and again energetically um it's it's really interesting um some I, I think I used to, you know, when I was a very, um, very much a Catholic years ago. I'm very eclectic now, and I'm a spiritualist and uh, stuff like that. But I still have some of my roots in Catholicism. And I think a long time ago, when people, I thought when people died, they went immediately to heaven. But you know, as I grew up and I started studying spiritualism and became an exorcist because we lived in a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> and not everyone that dies goes immediately to heaven. It's like that movie Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg. You know, mm-hmm. all these dead people are here wanting to, you know, communicate. And you see this uh, scene where you've got these, like, negative energies. And some people choose mm-hmm. to stay on the earth to get things that are unresolved, you know, in their spiritual mind resolved. Although, you know, the body is dead, the spirit is still very much alive. We're always, you know eternal, eternally alive, you know, connected to God. So, but sometimes for these people that are lost on the earth plane, you and I both know that they can attach onto you. They can attach onto mm-hmm. furniture. If, if you like antiques, you can bring it in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Absolutely. can be, you can buy a property on an Indian burial ground, which I was talking about probably a week or two ago that my niece uh, is having experiences on North Carolina with. So um, what would you suggest? I mean, I know what I tell people, but when you, because you've already been in this realm as well as I, what do you tell, how do you tell people to do a clearing on themselves to get any attachments off of them? Or do you have any special I, remedies to, for them to clear their homes? What do you tell people? Um, I, do, I do tell them to, uh, especially if they're going to any kind of sites or they know of, of a place that's haunted or has been rumored to be haunted, um, I, I would do a prayer. I would tell them to do a prayer before they get onto the property and then after the property, you know, after they're getting ready to leave, but advising those spirits, both positive and negative, to remain where they are, that they're not allowed to come with you. Um, but I have, I mean, I've experienced, you know, where I've gone into a house and everything's clean, everything's fine, and then, bam, you get hit with this just heaviness, oppressive kind of, feeling where you you want to pack up and you that's it we got to go you know um and and a lot of people think you know um and and we all i i truly believe we all have this ability it's just we don't we don't open ourselves up to the possibility many of us i think we're fearful i mean i for one was fearful for for many many years but to give you an example you know, and I try and tell people when they go to the movies and they want to be scared by, you know, some kind of like exorcist type movie, which till this day, I still cannot watch it. Um, yeah. I think my, that's, that's part of my trauma my parents subjected me to was uh, watching that in second grade. I wasn't ready for it. So oh, I still to this day can't watch it. But, but you, everyone has to remember that it's, it's there for entertainment. So within two hours or, or a little bit less, you're going to be entertained with, watching uh, someone become possessed um, and, or, uh, you know, uh, a negative entity attaches to someone and, and wreaks havoc on their life for those two hours. But that's not necessarily how it works. Um, some, some people are born with negative entities by them and throughout the yes. course of their life, they could experience ups and downs and everyone thinks, oh, well, it's just the way that they were brought up or, oh, it's because their parents were divorced. No, no. See, the way that I have experienced entities or negative entities is they don't like to just take over right now and right then. Sometimes they just grab you when you're vulnerable and they mess with you. They play with you. And they throw all these jabs at you so you can never become a sound, you know, high self-esteem individual because you're always being drugged down for something. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what I, I explain to people. You know, you can you can see a, a, a family, uh, just say a young girl that has just been traumatized, or not traumatized, but she just had nothing but bad luck her entire life, and she becomes anorexic, um, she becomes suicidal. Well, it wasn't necessarily her fault. It wasn't her upbringing or anything, but it was the negative entities that were around her, maybe at a, at a, a high school party, maybe uh, at a christening, even younger. Um, and they found that person was high energy, so they attached themselves to that person because that's yep. what they're looking for is energy. They want to be attached to somebody that's high vibrational so they can gather energy from them, and then it drains the individual, 
you know, and it yep. often brings them down. So, you know, for cleaning, you know, I, I do a meditation every day, a couple of times a day, and I, and I will just, I will everything away. Nothing, anything that is negative is willed out of my space. And I tell, and I, when I walk into a room where I feel heaviness, I say, if, if you are not of Christ consciousness, you're not welcome here, you must leave now. And, and, yeah. I, and I use a lot of white sage, too. Um, that seems to help and push negative entities out. Um, and, I've, and I found that very, um, very uh, useful when, I'm, when I go to certain sites that I know has a history of, of attachments and things coming home. Because I was one that had an attachment follow me home and wreaked havoc on my life. And my family experienced wow. it. And that's what encouraged me to write the book, Lost Souls. Wow, wow. So, yeah, I know that um, I know that there's, to me, when I find that people are having uh, attachments or uh, unwanted guests, things like this, most often, most often part of it is karma. Part of it is because you are psychic, you are intuitive. And you have to have these experiences in order to further your spiritual growth. So it's like, okay, I've got a dead guy here. I've got a, a dead woman here. They're in my house. What am I going to do? Well, in the first place, how do you even see them or know that they were there? It's because you're yeah. sensitive. So, and then, of course, you've got to go through this process. That's what I went through. That's what you went through. And, again, uh, but I'll tell you what, when it's happening, man, it can be really, really scary. Well, draining, really, really too. Really, really scary. Yes, it is draining. You bet it is. Yeah. But the best part is for people to know that many times it's just like, no, you guys, that it normally many times is not you. Could it be for some of the stuff you're going through? Sure, sure, sure. But many times it might not be you. I mean, I've literally t- looked at a couple of people and trans, like translucently seen another figure right over this figure, this person, mm-hmm. and that completely is an attachment that's hanging on. Um, yeah. Yeah, one actually, woman I said, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm, one woman I looked at her, I said, ma'am, I said, your mom is with you. She goes, I know. I said, no, your mother <laughs> is really with you. When I look at you, I see two faces, and I know that's your mother's face. She goes, I know. I told her when she died. I told her it was okay. Don't worry. You don't have to die and go to heaven. Just hang on to me. Literally, that's what she told her mother. And her mother was like, okay. So now her mom is piggybacking her life. And you don't know. I mean, to me, it's like, okay, well, who's ordering the, you know, who's ordering this food? Is that mom or is it the daughter? Because, again, many times spirit attachments are going to attach on to, let's say, if you're at a bar, and you've got this guy that died, and he was a pretty heavy alcoholic, he's going to attach on to you because he wants to get his alcohol, you know, satiated. That's another thing with uh, people that have overdosed on drugs. If you're doing, if you, let's say somebody's doing some light drug activity, suddenly their habit is becoming, you know, poof. It's just like they just can't stop. It's probably because you've got right. some dead guy trying to get his fix. Right. You know, and you know what? They, they don't call it spirits for no reason either. It yes, brings out the right. negative spirits, you know. So I, right. I mean, I, right. I've known a couple of alcoholics that have uh, that have changed their demeanor, their behaviors totally changed, and it wasn't them that changed. It was the the negative entity that that took over them. Yes, yes. You know? and, and, and here's another twist. Here's another little twist. When they do organ transplants. Now, I don't know where you read on this one, but I've I've heard about I I just said this from the get-go. When you've got an organ transplant, many times the spirit will attach onto the organ because first off, the organ the organ uh, donor has to be alive. They have to be brain dead, but they have to be alive to harvest the organs to give to the donor. And mm-hmm. um which is a great gift, and I just want you guys to know, I just think that's a marvelous gift. The only thing is that they've done studies where, like, this one old gal, she was, Jesus, I don't know, 75 or 80s or whatever, and she got some sort of organ transplant. After that, swear to God, she wanted to ride a motorcycle and drink beer, and she was a teetotaling grandma. And they have lots and lots of um, uh, studies like that now, now that it's been something that's been going on for a long time. So... You talk about the soul and you talk about uh, us 
you know, re- you know, releasing the soul into the heavenly realms. It's like here, here's this gift from me, and now I'm getting out of here. That sort of right. thing. Right. But it's just it's just fun mm-hmm. to look at how our spirit, you know, can just move around, be here, be there. The positive aspects, the negative aspects. It's really, it's really, and so yeah. much more, and so much more. Yeah. So the basic thing that I'm hearing you say is when negativity comes by you, it can really drag you down. It's going to alter your life in one way or the other if you don't find harmony and balance. Correct. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, and that's what we need to do. Whether it's another, if if there's a lost spirit that's having some negative times and they're trying to come by you, not only is it a great thing to go ahead and say, you know, hit the road, Jack, you know, but it's also a great thing to pray for that soul because they're lost, they're confused, and they're apparently trapped on the earth plane. And so I always right. like to say a prayer for somebody that they should get into the light. You know, they don't belong here anymore. Their life has been completed, their human life, and they need to get into the spiritual realms. So that's another thing I like right. to do for the uh, for the dead as well. Yeah. So, look, are you ready to take a couple questions from some people? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's see who we have online here. And so, you guys, you know I like to have you guys say your uh, your name, where you're calling from. And if you've got a question for Gina, uh, please ask Gina. This is Gina Waisaki. And, Gina, what's the name of your book again? It's called Lost Souls, The Possession at Winchester Grove. Okay. And then uh, and if people, I want to say this. Sorry for your listeners, just to tell your your listeners that Winchester Grove is actually Wilmington, Illinois. It is. I know. That's that's where it happens. If anybody ever wants to come to town to visit. I (laughs) I have heard stories, Gina. Oh, my goodness. So and there, we might have some listeners out in the audience that know, you know, how how yeah. uh, some of the rough things went down there. I'm not sure, but they for sure can find out in your book, uh, your oh, experiences yeah. and everything. Yeah. So let's see who we have online here. And, again, if you guys have a question for Gina. Hi. Uh, yes, hi. Your name and where are you calling from? Yes, uh, my name is uh, Tina from Nebraska, and I, I will be uh, looking into that book. I am going to buy it, um, and uh, because I, I it's very interesting. Uh, and I do I have a not a question about that, but just a question about something else, a, a quick answer. Um, but yes, I will be looking into that. I'm glad I heard it. Uh, you you are a professional, and that's amazing. You can do that. I, I will definitely recommend. If you are listening, get that book. Uh, so interesting. Thank um, you. So, uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you for taking my call. So uh, uh, my question is, so I have a male friend uh, that, uh, you know, I have, I have a project going on, and uh, so I need some assistance, and it's really important. That, well, it's important. I hope he can make it. I want to see if he's able to to come to where I'm at, my, my area. Like, if you see him coming, um I'm not sure what month, but I'm trying to plan it where maybe a month that he can come because it is a long way flight. If it's possible, please. Yeah, and um, and so Gina, are you doing readings also, or are you doing more energy, or? I'm doing more energy shifting than I do. I don't do readings at all, unless okay, unless well, I'm I'm at, unless one of my guys will will tell me to. Believe me, I've, I've come across some strangers when I was grocery shopping, and I felt I had to stop them to tell them something. I didn't know what it meant, but it resonated with them. But it, it only happens every now and then. But I don't say I don't qualify myself as a um, as a reader just yet. Okay, so you're more healer, and, and and it's all about energy right now. Okay. Right. All right, and um, okay, and also I know you teach people how to take care of themselves energetically as well, outside of doing healings. Yeah. Um, and and you are also open for Reiki healings, right? For people, correct. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How can people reach you? I just want to make sure we get your number out real quick. Yeah, probably the best way to reach me is by my cell phone, and uh, they can call me at eight one five five seven five five six two four. That's how they can reach out to me. 
Okay, 815-575-5624. Okay. All right. So, um so Tina, uh as yes. far as this person coming by you, um have I just want to ask you, have you met them in person in the past or seen them on Facebook or a Zoom? Um I I I I have we 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 talk we talk a lot for almost two years and he's just a, a friend more like a business friend. Um, uh huh. So it, his his letter starts with the letter J. So okay. I really, um, uh, he 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 is somebody important with the business. So it's not it's not like hey, thank you for asking. It's a good question. That's a very good question. Yeah. Um Thank you. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Just wanted to ask you that, please. Thank you. It feels very hesitant yeah. for me for some reason. It feels very, when I feel this man's energy with you, it feels very iffy. It feels very on the fence, almost like it hasn't been decided yet. Does that make sense to you? Okay, yes. Okay, good. And and I want to tell you, you know this person has other circumstances going on in his life that he's not able to resolve just yet. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Oh yes, uh, do you, so. There we go. You you look how good you are. Uh, so that does that get resolved like before the end of the year or before the summer? I know yes. I think some legal issues are coming in. I know you, I know you're not supposed to do it, but I'm I'm not. I'm just asking that question. Oh like, no, I'm good. No, no, I'm good with telling you what I see. I have no problem with that. So okay. uh, there's been part of a situation that is very uh, weak. He's feeling weak and vulnerable by. And it's something that he has uh, been uh, very uh, authentically trying to take care of it with a good code of ethics. And uh, he's been feeling bombarded, and it's not resolving as quickly as he'd like it to. And it feels like uh, if it doesn't get done by the end of this year, March or April of next year, you refer okay. real quickly to the business partner? Um, well, this man that's supposed to be coming into your life. This man that's supposed that you want to come over by you. That Those are the things that he's dealing with right now that I can see. So for him wow. to get those things that he's feeling challenged by, for that to get resolved, if not by the end of this year, then it's going to be by uh, April or May of next year. That's what that sounds like. So, pl- so please feel comfortable with... Uh, with letting me know, uh, give me some feedback. Uh, and he does feel like a nice man, so um, so good luck. And I always I always appreciate the feedback. I always I always appreciate the feedback. Okay, all right. So let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Uh, yes. Hello. Uh, I am uh, Stan. I'm in uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. How you doing? Beautiful. Welcome, welcome, Stan. Blue Ridge Mountains. That's wonderful. So, do you have any like um do you have anything going on energetically with our topic tonight, Stan, or what's on your mind? Well, perhaps. I mean, I uh I was just thinking of getting a reading when the show started, but what Gina's talking about is very cool. And I can I can relate. I I got a question. I don't know if this is uh if this is a fit, Gina, for what you do, but uh, um, I uh, I recently uh, divorced, and um, the the woman uh, who's now my ex-wife, I uh, was with her for about eight years, and um, and I do some emotion code work as well. Uh, oh, God bless Jordan you, Jordan. I recently got certified, but uh, when we were to, while we were together. Um, uh wow she uh suffered with from uh mood swings uh a lot of issues and i i'm not uh versed well on entities and all that but i would we'd get different readings from folks to say that might be an entity involved and anyway we're divorced now and she's remarried and uh i i learned uh in the last year that she was exhibiting all these uh, narcissistic behavior. I didn't know what that was until I started, uh, her symptoms started getting 
exacerbated as we were splitting up. And uh, so I'm curious and wondering if there's a way, uh, Gina, you can uh, comment on or connect with her to know if this is something that has been going on with her for like a long time or, or anything. Can you well, access I, that? I, I can't actually after you're read, done, Gina, go ahead. Yeah, I can't, I can't read her, but what I can tell you is the majority of society nowadays um, has so many mental illnesses that we're dealing with. And it's so quick for us to medicate individuals and many people don't want to medicate, so they self-medicate because they don't have to see a physician, they don't have to tell somebody uh, or listen to somebody tell them that they, they shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Um, so, and it's, you know, it's not like you can see a negative entity, but you can feel them, you know, and sometimes, mm-hmm. and I mean, everybody has moods, you know, everybody goes through, you know, what I would call trials and tribulations in life. But when you have something that's persistent and there's always something negative that's happening or their, their behaviors change abruptly um, and they continue to hold on to that, then it's something that you, you, you would want to look into as far as where they are spiritually and if, they've, if they do have an attachment. Um, right. you, it, it's, you can't medically diagnose somebody as having an attachment, um, but you right. can definitely see behaviors changing. Um, that would indicate more than likely that you know that 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 person was uh, had an attachment because we're we're very vulnerable individuals and if we're not spiritually sound that's the first thing that that negative entities go for they they they're drawn to negativity so if you're depressed if you're suicidal if you you know you're 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 missing being loved or you don't feel worthy everyone is worthy but it's just trying to convince yourself of that. Right. And, and a lot of times negative entities will attach themselves to individuals like, like your ex-wife and you wouldn't even know it. You would think she's got a mental illness. And that, that mental illness could go away with just some spiritual cleansings. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. but yep. Jory, you can answer the rest of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, even, you know, you know, MPD, multiple personality disorder, uh, many times we consider that multiple spirit attachment disorder. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. means there's, a lot of people in the house, and it's only supposed to be like one captain per ship, one owner per house, and you've got a lot of people uh, renting that weren't invited in. Right. So, um, uh, Stan, the picture that I got of your wife, I, I, I would bet anything on it that she has attachments. And um, I don't know if I said this out loud or not. I told Gina, my daughter and I, uh, I am an exorcist, and my daughter and I do exorcisms for people. Um spirit releasements, and uh, I had a vision of your wife in a past life uh, being in a mental ward. And, uh, Gina, you remember, I don't know if that's yeah. Wilmington or not, that has the mental hospital? Uh, Mantino. Which Mantino, is a okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So there's, a, a so there's some old buildings that used to have mental wards where they'd lock people up. And uh, But this looks like it was either like the late 1800s, early 1900s. And, Stan, I really think your wife was one of those people uh, that had that experience. Mm-hmm. So, And she oh. may have brought that into this lifetime as well. And especially with right. you doing the emotion code, um, if you were working on her and trying to uh, release some of these trapped emotions for her, that really should have been freeing her. Yeah, well, um, I was making, it felt like I was making progress for a while, and then it was like something, some part of her was uh, fighting uh, it. Like, uh, that normally wouldn't be her fighting it. <laughs> wants, wants to fight against, yeah, and after a while it was like, she was telling me how it was, excuse me, it was crap, you know, what I was doing, and uh, uh, but anyway, she's well, that's she's, what remarried. she's remarried. She's yep. remarried, and that's not my problem anymore. <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. I, I hear mean, you. I hear you. But if you just I mean, heard Gina, and if you're, and if you're listening child. to me, it's not the it's not her saying that it's crap. It's the spirit attachment that's saying it's crap. So yeah. you don't, they, they don't want to get them. They don't of like her. what you're doing. Right. Yeah, they don't want to leave. They, you know, they're getting their energy from her, so they don't want to leave. 
you may get rid of one, but then you, you find that there's an underlying second one or a third one right. or a fourth one. You know, so, I, I tried to do what I could uh, for her, but um, after a while, I was just worn out from it. And uh, but we, you know, I still have to interact with her because we have a child together. And uh, but I, I did have a question for you, uh, for you, uh, Jorianne. Uh, yeah. Um, I heard you ladies talking about, um, you know, your purpose and stuff like that, and and. Uh, I I uh I know that uh, I'm 70 years old. I've been uh you know, I've been in the business world and I started waking up spiritually about 2006 and I've been on this path and and I'm at a point now where I you know I've done this uh, I've been certified in a, in an emotion code and I I um every time I get ready to take some action in in launching so to speak a practice i it feels like something else is is showing is telling me to that's not it or it's something else or i'm not sure what but i i uh you know i trust my divine i've been following my divine guidance for a while even even to the point that uh that led me to this woman and we had this child together Mm-hmm. So I just would uh, would ask for anything you might be getting that would be helpful for me to know that you're accessing, if you don't mind. Thank you. Not not a problem. So um, when I think about you, one of the things I want to suggest to you is please get the book Spirit Releasement by William Baldwin. Spirit okay. Releasement by William Baldwin. That's going to uh, help you understand a little bit more of what's going on. Um, and part of it might relate to some of the emotion code, um, possibly. It's all energy. Everything is, you know, like trapped emotions, energy, spirit, whatever, unless, like Gina said, we're in harmony and balance. Um, the other thing is, I don't know if you've thought about becoming a life coach or being a hypnotherapist, but all of this seems to just fit, like, right in, around you when I think about you, Stan. And you're very powerful. You're really great with people. Uh, There's no doubt to me that you're supposed to be working with clients, helping them somehow. And I think uh, the emotion code is probably going to be a part of it. Um, And I think the emotion code is a a good, you know, like training for you. But I think there is definitely more also. Well, this is cool. Um, I, I I have recently um, been sort of tracking uh, Dolores Cannon's work, uh, and the you know she created this uh, hypnosis um, yeah. practice, and I've been yeah. looking at that. It seems to, it's attracted to me. It's sort of uh, yeah. calling me, and uh, and I'm. So, is that when you when you uh, were getting something about hypnosis? Uh, does that are you are you reading? Is that coming from you knowing I've been looking, or is there some other? Is it the other way around? You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, that's a great question. But this is this is what I want to say to you. Um, I know we have to move on to another caller. Yeah, yeah um, I'm sorry. And, oh, no worries, no worries. So this is what I say to people. Um, this I do this as a full-time job. So if anyone, you included, right. would like to get a more in-depth reading, here's my number, 219-940-9292. Okay. Uh, 219-940-9292. Uh, but I definitely, when I look at you psychically, because I see energy, that's what I see around you, Stan. And if your guides okay. are training you in different uh, areas, they're like build. They're like building you up, just like spirit releasement from by William Baldwin. You go into hypnosis. Oh my God, that's that's just going to be a powerhouse full of knowledge that you'll cool. have. Okay, well, so this so is, good luck. This is awesome. Give, <laughs> thank you. I really, I really enjoy your y'all's conversation. It's been really helpful, and uh, thank you both very much. All right. 
You are so welcome. You are so welcome. And God bless you. Thanks, Dan. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. Thank you. So, Gina, tell our listeners again. So I know you're going to you work with people with Reiki. You also help people. Uh, you can talk with them, like kind of coaching them with energy things. Um, so how can they reach you again, Gina? Um, they can call me at area code 815-575-5624, and they can set up an appointment with me to either – we can play with their their energy, their chakra energy, or we can work on some role playing of them as different stages in their lives. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, and get healing that way. Perfect. Right. All right. See, so let's right. see. We have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just about to turn it off. It's Kay from Chicago. Oh, not again, Kay. <laughs> Hey, hey, how are you? Welcome welcome to the show always. Okay. I just wanted to know when I was going to get my payout. Okay. So I'm I'm not hearing it like right now because I know Gina's not going to be able to help you with that question. Um but I'm not getting I'm not getting the payout like right now. It just doesn't feel like it's happening like right now. I'm not sure why, but it doesn't feel um doesn't feel real 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 far away either though. So, I would say um I would actually start praying on it. I would do some candle magic, you know, I really believe in asking the spirit guides um like giving you some information, giving you some help on when, two weeks before the full moon, a green candle would be really good. And uh, and that's what I would be working on. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Right. Good Bye-bye. luck, honey. Good luck. Let us know what happens. Okay. All right. All right, then. So, um, so Gina, we have you... some interesting people. <laughs> interesting people on the radio. You really... There we go. So say it again, Gina. Oh, I, I just said we had some real interesting people from, from all over today. Oh, positively, positively. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the spirituality, it's, this is always a very, um, how can I say it? This is so important to each and every one of us. And I think you and I started mm-hmm. talking out, talking about being balanced. And, um, you know, I, I loved it when I said I started out, you know, I was trained to be a Catholic. And uh, that was my roots into my spirituality. So did you have a certain religion that you were born into, or how did you discover your spirituality, Gina? Um, I was I was actually um, baptized Lutheran. And okay. uh, then in my 20s, once I started having kids, I my husband at the time was Catholic, and so I wanted to do the family tradition of, you know, be able to get uh, communion and so forth. Um, so I switched. Um, and I became a Catholic, but I saw that my, my practicing, um, uh, the Catholic religion to me, the, the traditions weren't um, what I really found joy in. So my spirituality came basically just by, with the pandemic, with everything shutting down, um, I really looked at myself to see where I fit in with the whole spirituality realm, everything. And I mean, I, I read anything and everything on chakra cleansing and, and I took some, uh, got my certification as a Reiki instructor. Um, and I really started getting out in nature and I let nature talk to me. And, yeah. that, and then that's where I found it all is, you know, we're all one. I mean, we're, we're the trees, we're the air, we're the, the ground, we're, we're, you know, everyone is just one. We're all the same, just having this, this, human experience you know and but many of us are struggling you know many of us are lost and we just need guidance you know yeah yeah and i think being open to having contact with your spirit guides and angels but even what you're talking about right now right here is being in touch with gaia being in touch with Mm -hmm. nature because nature speaks to us also not only our spirit guides and angels not only our universal consciousness many of us call that god yeah, Allah, you know, goddess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something that is 
outside of ourselves, and yet we can be in touch with within ourselves. You know, as they say, the body, our body is the temple of the Lord. So mm-hmm. it's really learning how to, like you said, be at peace, be grounded, and don't let these right. negative energies kind of start running us amok, really, because that's when we kind of get stuck, stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, I think we have time for for one more person here. I can't believe, can you believe this whole hour has flown by? <laughs> no. It has gone by so, so, and so we quickly. Can, we, can, we can probably talk for another couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> we sure could. We sure could. All right, let's see. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Uh, and in California. Yes, sir. And your name? Aaron. Aaron. Two A's, Arlen. Hi, how you doing? So far, so good for Thursday night. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, what's on your mind, Aaron? Uh, um. Well, there's some things uh, that I've done some workings for. Uh, two of which, the main things I have not received. Okay. Um, so I would like a, a feel of uh, my energy and have a general reading. Okay. Well, I don't do general readings. Uh, what I do is uh, I do a specific question. And then, of course, if you do want a more in-depth reading, you can give me a call. Um, again, 219-940-9292. But uh, I want to I want to say to you, has somebody been withholding something you are due? Uh, I don't. Well, I don't believe so. Um, okay, so it's just a matter of time until it arrives. I I don't know that either. Okay, I thought there was the number four, and I thought you said you received two. So this is what I'll say. Psychically, based on what I'm feeling around you, it feels like there's four, and you have received two, and for some reason, it feels like there's a withholding of one. Um, And again, you have to remember as a psychic, I'm not quite sure what I'm talking about here, but uh, it feels like one is being withheld on you for uh, somebody that might say didn't feel like the job was complete somehow. And I don't know why the other one seems to be in like a limbo state, but one of them might be business-wise kind of like in a limbo state. And I don't know if that's because something's happening around the company. So I'm not quite sure if that makes sense. Um, many people, uh, sometimes the information comes through a little cryptically, and then people call me back later on and tell me, it's like, yes, that did happen, or that's the way it happened. So um, so I want to wish you good luck. And, um, and if you want to, so Gina, if people want to give you a call, would you please give them your number one more time? Sure. They can reach me at 815 575 Okay, and the book, you tell them about the book you wrote also. The book, the book is called Lost Souls, The Possession at Winchester Grove, and it's based off of experiences that I had along with my family while I was writing a history book um, on a poor farm that's in our county here in, uh, in yep. Illinois. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I remember that was... Um... Nope. There was apparently a lot of energy going on there. <laughs> yeah. I want to tell you, thank you for writing that, though. Um, and then again, look at how your spiritual life just expounded and into right. probably a lot of experiences that you weren't expecting, but um, a lot of experiences nonetheless. Right. And, you know, like I said earlier, you have to go through sometimes those bad experiences in order to get you where you are. Or where you're going. So I, even though it was painful to go through that, it was scary going through that, it led yeah. me to what my purpose is, and that's to be present to help other people find their paths and to heal their energy so they can live wonderful lives. 
totally, totally beautiful. So again, you guys, this is Gina Boisaki. We were talking about positive and negative energy and its effects uh, on you, your life, your health, and the importance of really staying balanced. And uh, sometimes it is uh, being in touch with somebody like Gina who can also help you uh, pinpoint what's going on and helping you find that balance as well. Gina, I want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. Sure. Thanks for having me again. It's always a blast. (laughs) It's always a blast. We're going to have to really get into some more stuff next time, okay? I know, right? (laughs) Totally. Well, good night, everybody. We're sending great big hugs and kisses to everybody. Happy New Year. And we'll see you here next week uh, with your psychic connection with uh, uh, Jory and the Coffee Psychic. And we're going to have Dave Gunning next week, you guys, our astrologer. You guys love him. You know him. And we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.